Hello, welcome back to another episode of Sam's Mind. Let's just get right into it. Let's go. Hello, welcome back. Today we were talking about dreams. We're going to get right into dream signs, my weirdest dreams, being able to control your dream, and nightmares, which have for me have only happened once, which I'm grateful for. But I did have the one that I do remember, and I was, I was really young. We're going to get into that later. I love it when I can actually remember my dreams, because that way I can reminisce on it later on and be like, oh, I remember that, or that was so scary, or that was so mean of him. I don't know. I act like they're, they're actually something, they're actually things that happen in real life, and I don't know, it's just fun. Recently, I did a little bit of research on why we forget most of our dreams, and I learned that dreams occur during our REM sleep, which stands for rapid eye movement, and it happens 90 minutes after you fall asleep. This is when the MCH cells, I don't know what that is, but these specific kind of cells are activated and they stop us from, um, they stop our dreams from being stored in the hippocampus, which stores memories. So there you go. I used to think that it was because those dreams weren't very memorable. I just didn't want to remember it. And sometimes I do get really bored of my dreams, so I would just wake up and be like, I'm done with this. I find that a lot of my dreams either take place at my apartment building, the school, or church. Basically, this area that I live in. Or, on the rare occasion, it would take place at some setting of a movie I watched, which is really interesting. And one time it actually took place at the place where the Dursleys lived from Harry Potter, that little town. It looked very similar to that. And I'll tell you guys more about that later. Or we can actually, no, I'll tell you guys now. Basically, in this dream, I was being chased. So I got home from school and I, I was about to walk into my quote-unquote house, which was very similar to the Dursley's house. And I find this human-sized fairy in there. So, and that, that's just creepy. What's this random stranger doing in my house? So I run away, about to go in my 1960s blue car. And I find another human-sized fairy there. And they had this, like, creepy look on their face. I don't know. So, what do I do? I fly. And, which is, now looking back at it, that was really dumb because fairies fly. So, I don't know why I did that. But, I started flying. And, at some point, I got to this this other building. And, I think, wow. Thank goodness, I'm finally safe. And then, this fairy comes down the chimney. And, she's like, I gotcha. And then, forgot everything else that happened after that i just woke up again what it was really intense these creepy fairies chasing me down i don't know why you know fairies are supposed to be gentle as most people think but i just thought of them as creepy in my dream maybe because they seem like intruders rather than gentle caregivers i guess i just had that dream because my brain put together the idea of fairy magic and the setting of Harry Potter and the Dursley's house. I guess 
you know, we'll never know because that dream happened a while ago and I don't know how we would able to be able to analyze that dream. I did wake I do remember waking up that day and <laughs> on one the minute I woke up I just grabbed my phone and started researching on why I was being chased. Not specifically by fair because no one will have an answer for that, but why I was being chased. And you know that gut feeling when a dream feels very important, so you just start researching on it. You just have that gut feeling that has something to do with your life. Maybe it's just me. I also had this other dream where I was being chased, and this time it took place at my apartment building. So basically, I was running away from ninjas. I was. <laughs> I say it so casually, but ninjas, and I was. I was basically just running around my entire apartment building, down the stairs, on the roof, um, on the balcony, in my house, you know, it was really intense, like some sort of action movie, and I, I tried to go out the door, and they were, they were already on the other side of the door, and it kept startling me, but that time, I didn't want to wake up, because it was actually kind of exciting, so I liked that one, I liked that dream. That was a good one. Good job, mind. These dreams that I mentioned just now, they gave me a thrill like I was in an action movie, but they weren't nightmares. I didn't feel any fear from them. From them, I actually felt some sort of excitement when I was dreaming those dreams, but I mentioned it earlier that I had the one nightmare when I was very young. I was eight years old and I'm gonna tell it to you guys right now. So, in my dream, my family went on a trip to the mall and we were all about to go up the escalator, but since the mall was so crowded, I lost them. And as an eight-year-old, being left alone was my biggest fear. I didn't think about it as being lost, but being abandoned. So, in my dream, went up the escalator, all tense and when I finally got up to the escalator, I found one of my mom's friends from the choir, which was the strangest part of my dream. And basically he just walked with me and I feel a little better, but not really. And my family's still not there. I think I found them in the end of my dream. I forgot if I did. I forgot what happened after that because going up the escalator, being in the mall was the scariest part and the part I'll remember the most in that dream. So I don't remember what happened after that but I'm guessing I probably woke up because it was too much to endure and I do remember waking up crying and going to my sister so that was one scary dream. I'm surprised that as an eight-year-old I wasn't gonna get frightened by monsters chasing me down in my dream. I don't think that would have scared me. I'm surprised that my nightmare was being abandoned by my family. Well, I'm not really surprised. That is really scary, especially as a kid. But you'd think that I, that I would dream about monsters and then wake up crying to that, but I didn't. Looking back, I really wasn't scared by fictional things like demons, monsters, and I didn't even believe in Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny or the Tooth Fairy because, well, my parents told me at a young, as a young kid that they didn't exist and 
I was that kid telling my friends, Santa Claus isn't real. The Tooth Fairy isn't real. What are you guys talking about? And I would spend my recess trying to convince them. I'd be like, oh my gosh, what are you guys talking about? Oh, he's not real. And that was really annoying. I should have just let them live their childhood, but I really did not believe in them, those things at all. I knew at an early age that I wouldn't be haunted by a monster in my house or under my bed. I didn't think those things were real, but I did know that abandonment was real. I've watched enough movies to, to know that, and I've heard about it. Something very similar happened in real life at a mall, actually, years later, in 7th grade. So, 7th grade, I was volunteering at a mall for um, a walk for Alzheimer's, and I was placed at a station to give out candy, you know, do that job, and at in the end, when everything, when the event was done, these two people who were with me in that station went to escort this Madonna cosplayer to her car. And I don't get why she was 20, she was, she looked 24 years old. She could easily escort herself. I was the, well, the one in seventh grade being left alone. So I don't, I didn't get, anyways, I was told to wait at the station for someone to pick up the signs and the boxes of merchandise. And I waited probably... I don't know, I actually don't know how long, but it was a while, and no one came, so I started to feel scared, I felt hopeless, so I started walking around the mall with all the boxes and gear, which were, which was, they, those things were heavy, so I was walking, and I realized that I didn't know where the exit was, so I started to panic, and I was already thinking, oh my gosh, I'm gonna be an orphan, so... Yeah, but I was desperate, so I buried my introverted personality for a little bit and asked for directions. So I followed directions that the janitor gave me, and I ended up meeting my sister again at the, the mall's common. But that's what happened, and oh my gosh, I was in tears walking around the mall. I've, I was panicking. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know where the exit was. It was... It was really scary, and I guess I did get over that fear of being alone after I had that dream when I was in when I was eight years old. Now I'm older. I am in high school. I can I can go places my myself, and I probably won't be scared if I get lost in the mall or if I'm left alone. I'll probably just find my way around myself. I'll be fine. I've I've grown from that. I've had enough experiences to put myself together and start doing things myself. So the lesson here is that dreams are not just dreams. Like I said here with my night when I was eight years old, played a factor in a real life situation when I was in seventh grade. So that wasn't just a random nightmare. No, no, no. I actually had a fear inside of being abandoned. So I guess part of what I'm saying here is that, yes, I believe in dream signs. Sometimes dreams, as weird as they can be, they have meaning to them. And part of 
what you think about in your daily life, in real life, comes into play in your subconscious. You might have put those things away, but they, they come in your dream. If you have that dream that's just lingering in your head, you just can't get your mind off of it, then there might be a reason why you can't stop thinking about it. You might not want to just push it away and just say, it's just a dream. Dreams don't just tell me the truth, they also give me something to hope for sometimes. Like, if I win something in my dream, get a good grade on a math test, or just have a good conversation with someone, it makes me happy when I wake up and hoping that it'll act, and I, it makes me hope that it'll actually happen in real life. That is, if I actually remember the dream, which is one of those really nice occasions. Speaking of dream signs, there was this one dream that I had where there was this one moment that I remembered and the rest of the dream I just forgot. And it took place at church. And if you've um, listened to my previous episodes, then I mentioned that I'm an altar server. So I have fellow altar servers. And this one altar server came up to me while I was I was just about to grab the candles. And then he came up to me and he was like, you're wasting time. And then I felt so offended in my dream. I was like, wasting time? And I felt so bad and I felt so guilty and then I woke up and I was like I am wasting time what am I doing get to work Samantha get to work and then I know it just it jump-started my day so I I don't know whether to think that author server in my dream or to to get offended by him by what he said but I'm gonna take it in a good way I'm gonna see it as him motivating me, so thanks to that altar server that just motivated me to stop wasting time, I guess. What's weird is that in my dreams, it's either I'm turned around and I'm not making eye contact with the person, I can't see their face, or their face is so blurry that I just, I can't make out the, the small details of their face, but Somehow I know who it is. I know who's talking. I know who's in front of me, who's saying saying what, but I can't see their face. So I guess my mind just makes up some kind of story and I have to follow along with it. Like, I'm, I'm assuming it's, it's this guy that's talking I'm just, because that's why I want to be talking in my dream. I'm still kind of in control of my dream, what I dream about. Other than dream science, I also wanted to talk about being able to control your dream. I've only been able to do it once, and it was a crazy experience. My sister's able to do it a lot. She's done it, She's she's been doing it for a while. And because she talks about it, it got jumbled up somewhere in my thought process. And, well, I guess that's how I, I was able to control my dream, because... Part of me was thinking about what she said while I was dreaming, and it's really, it's quite a strange thing to think about something happened in real life while you're dreaming, but maybe that's because I was able to control my dream at that point. I don't know why I'm I'm not able to control it or why I was able to control it at that part, but 
I, I really want to know the science, so maybe I'll do some more research somewhere. So, in my dream, I was in my bedroom, and I woke up in the middle of the night, and you, there was a, a dim lamp in my room, so the light was cast on the opposite side of my bed, and I could see my shadow on the opposite side of my bed, and... My shadow was blurry, but somehow I knew it was my shadow. And then I remember what my sister told me about controlling my dreams. And then, as soon as I remembered that I was dreaming, the outline of my shadow became clearer. And then, I went into the hallway of my apartment and I tried to fly because I really wanted to fly. That was the first thing I wanted to try because I could control my dream, and I did. It was so strange, it felt so real, but it didn't last long. I think I, I think I woke up, and I went back to sleep, and then I, I went back to not being able to control my dream. To me, there's something eerie about being able to control your dream, because it's like everything feels real, but you know you're not on earth it doesn't feel like you're on earth it feels like you're in a different world i knew it wasn't what was actually real it just looked real what was what's real is you know me being here now talking it's such a strange feeling especially since it was my first time doing it i wasn't really sure if i was actually controlling my dream I had to verify with my sister. I told her about it, and then she said that I was actually controlling my dream. So, I don't know if I want to do it again. I mean, I guess I can't re really control it if it does happen again, but I think I prefer to not be in control of my dreams. You know what else is really bizarre? Falling in your sleep, and then just jumping in your bed like you know when it feels like your heart just jumped why does it happen like, that's something else i have to do some research on i don't know what it is also it's kind of annoying when you fall in your sleep and then you wake up for a couple seconds because the, the act of yourself jumping in real life just kind of startles you and then I mean, for me at least, I go back to sleep right away, but it's kind of annoying, but also bizarre. Why does it happen? I've, I've also heard a lot of theories about why it happens. I'm not going to believe them, but this is one of them. I've heard about how it happens because it's the angels dropping you while they lift you up to heaven, but I don't believe that. God's angels probably know better than to drop me, and if that were the case, then that would mean I've been dying and resurrecting by quote-unquote accident all the time, and I don't get that. I don't, I don't see how, how that would happen, because it happens every few weeks, sometimes every couple months. You can't really keep count. It's very random. And falling in my dream is... It's so freaky. It's kind of scary. And in your dream, you believe everything. Usually, you're really gullible to everything in your dream. You just, you know, every you think everything's real. Sometimes in my dream, I would be like, 
looking at this, doing a test, and then I'd pick an answer that when I wake up, I'd go like, why did I pick the answer? That was wrong. That was so wrong. That's not the right answer. I feel like my IQ is just a lot lower in my dream. Maybe because, again, it's a different world. I don't mean to sound scary there, but I have no idea where we go when we sleep. Hashtag Billie Eilish's album, but she's got a point. Where do we go? And so many crazy things happen when we sleep, whether that's in our dream or in real life, that we just don't know why, why, why it happens, yet we spend most of our lives doing it, experiencing those things. Um, and <laughs> I like to think that people can come in each other's dreams. Coming in each other's dreams is like a secret meetup or something. And for me, since I don't really go out to talk to people in real life, <laughs> the dream, my dream world is kind of like a safe space to talk to them. But then in real life, it, it doesn't work the same way. It's like an alternate dimension where everybody's different and everything's opposite. I like thinking about how everyone's made it into somebody's dream at some point and it kind of flatters me really. I mean, if you've dreamt about me, don't be embarrassed. I'm flattered. I mean, that is if you remember the dream. Hopefully you remember. Anyways, that's all I have to say for today, guys. I had a lot of fun talking about dreams, a lot of reflecting, and a lot of things I got to get off my chest, whether they were very serious or lighthearted, funny, that I just wanted to get out. Bye, guys. Hope you have a nice day. Bye!